Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Hafiz. What's up, everybody? This is Sam. And this is Chris, the starting show. And I'm taking over. This is my show now. Bump y'all. <laughs> I don't care about y'all week. I don't want to hear it. I'm top dog now. You're top I'm dog. looking in the camera, and you're looking at top dog right now. Top dog. What you going to do with it, B-Lo? I'm going to bring some energy to the daggum show. Energy. And we're going to start off like this. Look, if you can't hoop, you can't guard me. All right? What? I mean, that <laughs> that's how I feel today. That's how you feel that's today. That's how I feel you're today. You just gonna attack. You can't guard me. Random people. Half of y'all can't guard me. Y'all not basketball players. That's it. Okay. I think majority of our uh, listeners are women. Uh, they can't guard me. So either. they probably uh, they probably play women. And they can't guard me either. <laughs> what the heck? Is going <laughs> All on? right. Chris. That's what. That's how I'm starting off. <laughs> Anyways, man. I don't you, care, Winnie. You wanna you wanna tell me what your week was like, man? Was my week is like? Yeah, star of the show. Tell us what the week was like, man. Man, shoot. It was all right. It was cool. Had a good time. Hafiz looking at me like, I'm not saying anything because I'm not. <laughs> I don't want y'all to know everything, American people, you know? So, look, I'm here. I'm ready. Sam, tell me what your week was like. Don't try to take over. I'm Dang, king. Man. I mean, shoot. What was my week like? I think it was just another one of those just average weeks. But, man, I will say something, man. Hafiz knows a little bit. My little sister knows a little bit, man. But uh, I hit a lick this week. Mm. What does that mean? I came upon some money. Ooh. Are uh, we sucking drugs? A large amount. And, man, the, hey, look, Vilo, the means of how I received it don't matter. Uh. All that matters is that I hit a lick, and I'm enjoying myself right now, boy. <laughs> so your sister and Hafiz know, but I and, don't know. Uh, and, uh, I don't know what's let's, going on. Let's hope some more licks will be hit oh, in Chris the future. I have no idea nah, what Chris, you're talking oh, okay. about. Chris doesn't know yet, bro, but okay. you can't be telling people all about the money you make. You know, know what I'm saying? I understand, like, I understand, I understand. Bro, oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me just say, okay. No, 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 no. I knew you before you knew Hafiz. This winning, I knocked down. Look, man, look. It was just a moment type thing. Just a moment type thing. You weren't there at the moment, so then that's why you don't know. Mm. That's I don't even want to know anymore. No, no, no. Forget I'll, you and that money. Listen, bro. I'll tell you. You're my financial. You're my financial guy. I don't hear that. You're my financial guy. Mm. We'll take over the world together. Hafiz, I'm done with Sam. Okay, my week was cool. I think I say that almost every week. What else happened? Get out. Oh, we saw Get Out last oh, year. Yeah, we saw yeah, Get that Out. Mug, that mug went hard. That mug. So if you guys haven't seen Get Out, please, please go ahead and check it out. That movie was dope. Yeah, I had to yeah. tell my uh, my Caucasian employees to give me a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get myself together. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sh- uh, Charlemagne on The Breakfast Club, he was talking about, uh, he saw Get Out, and then he saw that, that movie on Spike about that kid who was on Rikers Island. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking Remember about. Remember that kid? Yeah, who, I know, like, doing, doing a committed suicide. Yeah, 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 Khalif yeah. Browder. Super yeah, Khalif, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said he saw that, back, he saw Get Out, then he saw that Khalif Browder, whatever his name, story, and he said he needed to call Black the next day at work. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, pep up, Hafiz. You sound sad. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you need to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, I have no idea what that. Quit is. being so uh, dry. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I kind of am sad a little bit. I'm, I, that's interesting mm-hmm. observation. Explain yourself. <laughs> you ain't explain yourself. Nah. Boom. Nobody cares. <laughs> Before we begin, we would like to give out some special shout-outs to some people. So we want to shout-out John Taylor, whoever that is. Shout-out John Taylor. John Taylor. Ray Sanders. <laughs> oh, we know that who car, Ray that is. Car, that car, we, that know. Car. <laughs> <laughs> we know who Ray is. Hey, man, Ray that car Sanders. That's what we're going to call Hey, him. Ray, we're ready to catch the fave, bro, anytime. <laughs> I'm not worried at all. Ray. But I, but you might need to listen to what I said, bro. You might need to get you a Camry. Shout out Bradley Payne. <laughs> Shout out my homie Bradley Payne from the Mobile, Alabama. Shout out John nah, Mark. Nah, he's in Florence, Florence, Alabama. John Shout out Mark. that boy John Mark in this. Man, my boy John Mark. John Mark, bro, he's one of those legendary individuals. John bro. Mark is a legend. Legend. Shout out my boy Johnny Mark. The kind you don't get too often, man. You don't. John Mark. You don't. There I you don't are. I don't know the guy. Appreciate you, John Mark. Shout out to Derek, no last name. D. Jackson. Shout out my boy Derek Jackson. Why you didn't put Jackson? Uh, I don't know. Shout out to Greg Harmon. My boy G Money. This sounds like a football line. So, (laughs) (laughs) you just shouting out all your friends? Nah, you know they're day one homies who've been who've been a fan of the show. Okay. And I want to give them some love, you know. And then some of these people have have hit us up on social media saying that they like the show. So I want to give all the love and support to all these um 
super awesome fans. Well, you just read the last two lines of what I'm supposed to do. Okay. So we're not going to say that anymore. Hey, we love you, fans. We love, we you, love fans. you, love you, love you, love you. Send us an email and DM us on Instagram. And tell everybody about us. So you can shout us out. I'm going to shout you out next week. Personally, oh yeah! Shout out your um designer. You didn't even shout out your designer that much last week. What's um who you got that shirt from? Yeah, shout out Young Notch. Okay, Young Notch. That, that is my H-Town. personal designer. Okay, that's my personal designer. Can I get a shirt, Young Notch? Probably not. Okay, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, I would like so, to. So, are we done? Any more shout outs for Young? Gosh, Chris, continue dictator. I I literally <laughs> how is that a dictator when I ask you if you have any more shout outs? Because you're just gonna say I don't care. Just like you did to Hafiz's emotions earlier. Yeah. I don't think nobody really cares. I think they do care. Moving on. Hey, Winnie, do you care? Winnie definitely does give Winnie's a Winnie's kind of rude because Winnie didn't even say hi to me when she came, <laughs> in, came when she saw me. Don't act like she see me. Okay. I did see. I said, what's up? And you didn't even talk to me. I said, okay, that's what I, it hey, is. Hey, hey, Hafiz, nobody cares yet okay. again. Uh, for this week for Culture Matters, we're going to talk about future. Are we jumping right into it? Right into it. <laughs> what, like Future Hendrix, future like sure, Sierra, wherever, wherever Sierra, 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 hey, what baby does Draco mean? What does Draco mean? Draco? Are you kidding me right now? You don't know what a Draco is? Nah. Ain't you from Atlanta, bro? I know, I know. Hey, bro, Migos loves a Draco. What's Soldier Boy loves a Draco. Now, you know, you know, Draco's stock went up because of they like all so, the rappers so, shouting them out. Oh, really? I didn't yes, know that, bro. man. I just know that a Draco. What, what is it? Just a sign off AK. AK is kind of like a it's handgun. A, oh. it's, it's a it's a type of yeah. AK it's a weapon. Okay, but it's a big fat. Like you got a yeah. context clue, bro. Yeah, come on, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> you see, Hafiz, he so don't we, he we don't educate, to, we he educate don't, the people. He don't listen to enough hip hop, man. Maybe Anyways, not. in future's interview with Zane, no, oh no, he, oh, I thought I was, I was reading the wrong thing this morning. Anyways, in his <laughs> in his interview with Zane, no, talking about his latest album, album Hendrick, the, here is a quote. From what he said, let me get myself together. <laughs> y'all, y'all know I, y'all know I'm colorblind, so I can't really see. This. <laughs> Black and white. I'm difficult. trying to get my my reading voice. <clears throat> you gotta sacrifice so much, even the times with your kids. He explained. This is future talking, by the way. You have to just do music, and you are becoming this entertainer. And so many people require so much of your time for different things, different obligations. You have to make money, or just different miss out on certain things. That you feel like you should be there. Like your dad should be a part of, of this moment. I gotta be like, damn, my damn man, your daddy really is a superstar and an entertainer. My kids gotta understand that they gotta make a sacrifice. Having a superstar dad, my career choice is my career choice. Just stepping out of that zone to be able to be a provider. I understand my position as a provider and my role as a dad also. Just being able to be comfortable with it. Everybody want to be a super dad and the best dad ever, but sometimes I'm just realizing it that I'm not perfect. Mm-mm-mm. So, who wants to start first? Sam or Hafiz? Well. Go ahead, Sam. Man, I, uh, I'm i a fan of Future. I got to say that first, man. But, Turn uh, off the lights. Yeah, Future. Future's been making hits, man. I'm I looking hard. Appreciate him dropping those two albums, but, uh, man, in regards to his statement... I guess the first thing I want to say is, man, I, I guess I appreciate the honesty. Uh, Future's not trying to play two roles. Uh, he's He said, I can't be super dad because I'm superstar. Mm. He's over here making hit records, traveling all, all over the world, having meetings, all sorts of things. And he said, because of that, like I, I got to sacrifice and my kids got to sacrifice too. I can't be there every moment and that's okay. <laughs> Cause Russell Wilson gonna slide right in, bro. Oh, he slide. He, he already slid in. <laughs> he, he, he's gonna right raise. In. He's gonna raise those babies for you. It's bro. already done. It's okay. But yeah, man, I'm. I appreciate the honesty about future. He's not. What's your thoughts? Dang, Sam, were you finished? Yeah, I, was, I, was, oh, I know. Oh, I know, Sam. Oh, you just trying to start something. No, I was just curious. <laughs> I'm about to cut you off. You gotta go. So the interview with Zane Lowe came in lieu of those two back-to-back albums with Future. And most people know that Future's been putting out a ton of music. He's he's known for having a vault of upon vaults of music. And I think like the conversation was talking about this idea of fatherhood and Future saying that people have to make sacrifices as superstars, as entertainers, to what are they gonna give their children. So first and foremost, I I don't wanna go ahead and demonize, condemn or judge prematurely future 
he's his own man. He makes his own decisions. He can do whatever he feels is best for his children. But I do have a slight problem in American society about this idea of providing for your children being solely physical, right? So it's this concept where most people say, I want to give for my kids more than my parents gave to me. And usually what they're talking about is more stuff. So more stuff for Christmas, more stuff for birthdays. I want to give them this car when they're 16. I want to give them all these new pairs of Jordans. Mm -hmm. But they neglect the emotional, spiritual needs of these children. And they think just giving them all this stuff is going to make them happy, i.e. where you get all these crazy, reckless, super like um, celebrity kids. Jaden Smiths. I mean, I wasn't going there, but (laughs) so I think that while I understand future sentiments, I think there's a problem in society where we kind of celebrate this idea that because a man gives some child support, no shot intended the future, but because a man just gives child support and he's given financially, that means he's really there for his kids and his kids will just quote unquote understand and be happy because at least I got some shoes and I, at least I got a little bicycle. But, you know, what is a bicycle if you don't have your dad to teach you how to ride it? So I just think that's I think I think some of his statement is problematic. But like I said, that I'm was, not going to judge him. Yeah, that, that was a good line, though. What good is a bicycle if your dad's not there to teach you how to ride it? That was go ahead and tweet that. Yeah, that says a lot, bro. We we need that's a nice one, bro. That's I mean, I, I personally think when he says I know my role to me in my mind, I'm thinking I, I know he forgot about uh. Russell Wilson. I was like, dang. But Future got other kids, though. He he does. Oh, that changes the game. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, he was like, man, I know Russell Wilson's going to be a better father than I am. Future got four kids, if I'm not mistaken. Three baby mamas? Yeah, man. Something like that. that. So let me ask y'all a question. So y'all think he is choosing to be a superstar versus being a a super dad? Yes. Yeah. Opportunity cost. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. And the crazy thing is, he said his children need to understand the sacrifice. He didn't say he knows the sacrifice. He said his children need to. So it's like I'm privileged because I get to have my dad be a superstar like Future, and so I think I could give up having time with them and other things like that. He said my kids have to understand their sacrifice. So that was kind of crazy. During that was kind of crazy for me to like read, you know. Mm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's super selfish. <laughs> Like, my kids got to understand, they got to make a sacrifice. So you literally just not even give them a choice. I, I, I mean, I personally think they would rather have time with their father than rather have money and material things. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. That's that's something, like, I, I always talk about with my dad. Shout out to, you know, Mr. Baoku, you know, daddy fees, whatever you want to call him. One of the biggest things I, I why are you looking at my <laughs> Hafiz? You have to get rid of that name. Nobody in this room. I said me, Daddy Fees, like he's my Sam. dad. We're, look, we're not saying Daddy Fees. Now okay. I'm not saying call me Daddy Fees. I'm saying shout out to like like saying Daddy Chris, like Chris's dad. That's you just, a, got, you just a lot of people do that. Yeah, a lot uh, of people. I don't like that. Do that. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Okay. I call my mom Mama Sam or Mama yeah. Winnie. Yeah. They do that. Oh, that's not, well, that's a, that may be an African thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, y'all weird. <laughs> so, yeah, one of the things I've always talked about with my dad, what he's done so well growing up, it wasn't the stuff, right? We didn't get everything we wanted for Christmas. We didn't get all the toys we wanted for um, our birthdays. But my dad gave him gave us himself. And he was always there, always available, always loving us, always supporting us. And it wasn't until I got to a certain age where I understood that that's really what mattered. Like, most people can't tell you off the dome what they got when, for their birthday when they're 10 years old. Most people can't tell you off the dome what they got for Christmas when they're 12 years old. So a lot of that stuff that you get, it comes, it goes, you know, and it's not a big of an impact on your life. But you can remember those moments where you went fishing with your pops. You can't remember the moments when your dad, you know what I mean, maybe taught you how to fight after you got in your first fight after, at school. You can't remember all these intimate moments with your parents. So I think there needs to be an emphasis on, man, this emotional providing for children, not just, just giving them stuff and thinking, oh, they, they'll understand because I'm a superstar. Like Chris said, I feel like at times that language is kind of selfish because it's putting your needs over the needs of your children. But I Definitely. think maybe what Future's trying to trying to do here, he's like, man, I know as a rap superstar, superstar, I have a limited amount of time. Yeah, I've been yeah. working which, so hard. Which is true. Which is true. Mm-hmm. Been grinding, and I now I made it. Yeah, yeah. But that's 
that's another thing, man. Like, if maybe you he's just, know, trying to, just trying to cat, put all his chips yeah, in in one thing. Yeah, but if you know that your career is your life, you don't have any business having children. Don't bring them into that. Focus on focus on your job. Focus on what you really care about, and don't you can't you can't go half on trying to raise a child. You know, like you can't give it twenty five percent. It needs full effort and full attention. You got to give them what they need, and that's a lot. That's a whole lot. So, man, future he. To be honest, a lot of people like that. If you want to be a CEO of a company, if you want to be an international rap superstar, so many other jobs, you don't need to have kids. Because once you have the children, children become the priority. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. And I think, I also think there's like a, and especially like in hip hop culture, with a lot of people growing up without dads, there's like this, there's like this kind of hardening of hearts in which, because you grew up without a dad and you quote unquote turned out fine, and you didn't have that emotional love and support and that spiritual love and support from your father, you don't feel like your kids need that. Oh, I'm tripping. Will need that as much. And so maybe maybe that's some of it as well because I feel like a lot of people do want kids for the sake of just having kids or, you know, maybe they don't like using condoms anymore. But that's that's another one for another day. But <laughs> but I think a lot of them just, they just don't feel like there's a need for that. You know, there's not a need to be there because they feel like as long as I give these kids money, they should be straight and they should be happy because all I needed was money. Cause like, you know, when they were younger, they probably felt like that's what they needed. Not knowing that you needed more than just money. Maybe that's something that, that plays a factor into what's going on. Yeah. Mm. I've actually met someone and he's not, not famous or anything, but actually I've, I've met plenty of people like this who have jobs nowadays and they've had kids and they're like, I'm going to give, I'm going to give my son everything I couldn't have. Yeah. He feels like that's his service to his son. That's how he makes his life better. That's how his impact. Because he wanted things when they were younger. And he his means stuff. Give that to him. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. He means stuff. Like, I'm going to buy my son an Xbox if he wants an Xbox. I'm going to buy my son a bike if he wants a bike. Whatever it is, I'm going to try and provide that for him yeah. because I love him. Yeah. And, and, and like, this is the last thing I'm going to say, for the, on, say on this note. But on that note, I really, really feel like people don't understand what your heart really needs to thrive in life. Like at the end of the day, your kids are only going to be in your house for a certain amount of time, right? They're only going to be there 18, 19, 20, 21, nowadays, maybe 24 years. When that's all said and done, they won't remember the car you bought them. They won't re remember the bike. They won't remember the toys, the, the Game Boys, the PlayStation, the Xbox is what you're, I think we all can testament, I mean, testify what we remember the most was the time spent with our family. And if you rob your children of that in the in the pursuit of giving them all these vain material things, I think you're robbing a lot of these children out of a, a healthy, thriving life. And so I just think we even us like, you know, a lot of these um, young millennials trying to be successful, trying to do, quote unquote, better than our parents, not just pointing the finger at future. I think we need to also look in the mirror and say, man, we also need to make sure that we're not falling victim of that trap and just feeling like, you know, like Jim Carrey or what was that? Liar, liar. Remember that movie with yeah. Jim Carrey? Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> and where he like he like he missed his son's birthday. And he just because he's working in the office all the all the time and he never was there for his kids because he just felt like I just need to give him stuff. And and the kids suffered because of it. So, yeah, I want to be the dead horse, but I really feel like we need to consider that being an issue. Yeah, man. Shout out to all the real fathers. Yeah. Shout out to my dad. Shout out to my big brother, Manuel, best father and husband that I know. There it is. Hey, uh, my dad was a great dad. I love my dad. Anyways. <laughs> So that is the point, ladies and gentlemen, that more time spent with your kids is more time spent with your kids is better than providing material things. And like we all have said, we remember the memories rather than the personal possessions that we have. And I think as Americans, as especially as men, we need to one learn how how and what our role is as a father. So we can best serve our kids. And it's not just being a good father. It's about making them better citizens, making them better businesses, and things like that. So that's good. Good job, guys. I really like that segment. But it's over. We're going to take a quick commercial break. I got to pee. Teach them how to ride that bike, man.
teach him how to ride the bike. Ride the bike. Daggum it. But I gotta go pee. We'll be back when I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Roommates Podcast. We back, we back, we back. Hey, during the break, I just got fired up. By your sister. And my sister. I invited oh, your her. Your sister owes me a fade real quick, though, for trying my girl, Briaya. <laughs> bro, we're not talking about Briaya this week. Hey, nah, man. Let me call out. Girl. Let me call out my sister. I invited her to my studio. There it is. To listen to my show. Okay. There you go. And then she's going to come over here and tell me I'm dry. Ooh. She basically said, You're boring. She said, I'm dry. She said, You are drier than white people chicken. She's. <sighs> and, she, and basically, she, she said, said I'm LeBron in 2009. I'm carrying the Cuban Cavaliers. That's what she, she basically said. said. I'm lack, the star of the show. I, I lack, tried to tell I y'all that I'm the star of the show. I lack salt. Lack seasoning. From my from my own blood. Yep. You're, you're Mo Williams. I want to disown you right now. I want to disown you right now. You but, I, I mean, I could do that, but you know what else I could do, B-Lo? You know what else I could do, Hafiz? What? I could improve. Okay. I can improve. I like Prove it. Prove I can wake up a little bit. I can wake up a little bit. Let's go ahead. But anyways, Houston's fastest growing podcast. Let's Houston's show them, let's show what it is. Growing podcast. All right. Well, anyways, guys, we're about to jump into part two of the show, what we like to call the main topic. Main, main topic. topic. And today we're gonna be discussing celebrity worship. Mm. Oh, y'all know, man. y'all know what that is. Y'all know. I, I be forgetting no. What about is, the tell topics, the people what man. this what is celebrity well, worship? Listen, what the listen. Know. For I those you, about the for those of you that don't know, let me take y'all back, man. To the 1980s, way back back when people didn't have cell phones, nothing like that. All we had for news was just the paper and some magazines. Oh, y'all. Get your papers here. Especially when it came to entertainment, man. When we needed entertainment news, all we had was like People Magazine and- You went in the the 80s. You can't say all we had. (laughs) You wasn't there, Sam. I I was almost there. No. I almost made it. (laughs) Anyways. I almost made it. Yeah. all All they had was People Magazine and Entertainment Tonight. Now, fast forward again. 30 years. And then we got, we got media takeout. Oh, uh, we got dang it, the front page of Yahoo. Yahoo. We got Google alerts for any celebrity you want. Google. You got man, what else you got? You still got People Magazine. You, you got, got the National Enquirer. You got the Shade you got Room. Baller Alert. Baller Alert. You, you got, got a, World Star Hip Hop. Come on, man. World's you got World, World Star, Star Hip Hop. You got everything in the world. So I mean, shoot, we can. They keep us posted on anything we want to know about any celebrity at any time with great detail. Whatever you want to know, you can find out mm. at any time. We found out about divorces. Ooh. Y'all remember whenever Tiger uh, did what he did? Well, that, was, <sighs> that, was, that was everywhere. That's nasty. That was everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man, like our lives are intertwined with celebrity lives now. And our consumption of this content has grown greatly. Like we, they're our small talk. They're our role models. They're our escape from everyday life. They're, they're our leaders. And we're truly in America. We're in a state of celebrity worship. So, man, guys, let's let's start this conversation by talking about how this state of celebrity worship has affected our lives. Man, in fact, whoa. Like I said, I forgot about the daggum topic. I always do this. And then I looked on the daggum, uh, what's it called? Called the, go- the Google Drive? It's a computer. That's what it's no, called. No, the Google Drive where it's everything's called- supposed to be at, but it wasn't there. <laughs> Hot feast. What are you talking about? It definitely wasn't on there. It was well, not Sam on there. Sam was supposed to write it. Sam, you were supposed to write it? Yeah, but I, I did. I did, though. I did write it. No, you wrote it late. Gosh, Christopher. Hafiz, go first. That's all I got to say. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you compose your thoughts. Appreciate it. So my personal experiences with celebrity worship, I I think we need to kind of define, like, legitimately what are we going to call celebrity worship before we move forward. And I think celebrity worship is, like, this idea of putting celebrities on a platform kind of deifying them in a way which everything that they say do dress talk the shapes and defines your life i feel like i'm sorry i like that hand thing and i feel like that's a problem in society like give you an example like hennessy like hennessy tastes like orangutan piss (laughs) it tastes like crap but everybody loves hennessy everybody loves that henny why because yak. because people <laughs> people say like who who who's the Hennessy guy is that is that Jay Z don't look over here I don't know I I think everybody who's the Hennessy guy Hennessy. We, we, huh? everybody's the Hennessy I know but everybody who, but uh, who was Jeezy. like who was like the 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 champion of Hennessy like oh young young and May young and May what Devlin. the f- 
She did. She young did. M- boy, they were drinking Hennessy way before Young and May was I popping. know, man, but that's recent. You know, boy. like Diddy got effing vodka and uh, everyone so got rock. the little drink. Oh, they got, yeah. got effing vodka. I don't know. I don't know who you. You just name it. You talking about Ciroc? Okay, I'm tripping. You talking about Ciroc right now? Don't disrespect Ciroc. Oh yeah. So everybody got something. I'm sorry. Oh, hey, Irby, can we get the? Never mind. I'm sorry. What? Anyway, so what I was saying was people, <laughs> people, everybody drinks Hennessy because the celebrities drink Hennessy. Remember when Chris Brown was like snapbacks? You know, we're back. They were back. Snap back. Yeah. No, they was back before they was back. Stop. No, yes. they definitely was Now nah, he had a big influence. Yeah, a big in influence that. on snapback. I snap had back. a snapback. Irby, is that a snapback? Okay. okay. What about another snap, example? Air Force Ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh remember yeah. when that tattoo song came on? No, no. Tattoo. No, no. Tell me. Tell me. Stop. Do not disrespect Ellen Iverson. He was the one that started the whole tattoo movement. Oh, it no. was not tattoo. Ta- look, look. That still helps the narrative because that's a celebrity yeah, still. It was not. That's, that was, that's when it started again. No. Popping. Are you kidding me right Allen now? Allen Iverson? Uh, you don't know because you, you don't watch basketball. I did watch basketball back no, in the day. Man, no, you, that man started the whole sleeve thing you have right now. He, he literally connected basketball and hip-hop and made a whole culture. Yeah. So basically it's this idea where a lot of things that we do is shaped by these celebrities and and it's either good or it's bad. I feel like for me growing up, who was I influenced by? I know Sam's gonna talk about Lil Wayne, so I don't want to talk too much about Lil Wayne growing up. I think for me, it's like the football players. You know, I played football in high school, played football in college, and like watching a lot of these athletes, I wanted, I wanted to live the life that they were living. You know, I, I wanted the girls that they got, eventually got them. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Where? <laughs> nowhere. Uh, Where? Boy, don't you, man? I mean, you know, but you set I, yourself up for this, I, and then you I don't complain. Gotta, I don't got about how we call you out on it. I don't got I don't got to go into details, but you know, I want to party the way they partied, so then I partied. So a lot of things I saw on TV. Not saying I was like a monkey see, monkey do, but I was definitely being shaped and influenced by these celebrities. I wanted to live the life that they were living. So I feel like a lot of people are that way too. Like Drake said, "Yellow." Everyone's now trying to, you know, yellow it up. So I think a lot of things that these celebrities do, you know, kind of they're kind of like puppeteers. You know, they 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 move us, they shake us. Mm, that's good. So that's that's kind of my experience. Yeah, I think uh, when it comes to celebrity worship, I feel like there's there's different tiers. There's where it's a psychological disorder. Like, oh, I love you. I want to be you. You know, like most of the the beehive. Mm, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they dag on. Oh, that's shake serious. themselves. That's and, serious. Oh, you know. And it, know gosh. all the, the, the dances and yeah, all the lyrics. Yeah. Like, it gets bad whenever it's like. Or the Barbies. God. Oh, yeah. Man. The, if you're a Barbie, don't come this way. Hey, the first girl I talked to in the club was a Barbie. Hafi, see what I'm saying, no, Actually, no, 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 no. That's a different, no, a different girl. It nah. probably wasn't a girl. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Atlanta, by the way. Nah, He's from Atlanta. She definitely was a girl. <laughs> but yeah, man, it gets it gets pretty it gets pretty bad. But there's also lower tiers like, oh, I just want something to talk about with my friends. But even at that small level, it has a huge effect on who you become and yeah. your actions day to day. I could talk about, man, guys. Lil Wayne raised me. Okay. Lil Weezy Wayne raised me. Wheezy baby. You had a terrible childhood. Listen, listen, listen. Wheezy, Wheezy is my daddy. Ooh. That's he was, suspect. man. He you know was. he's like five <laughs> two, right? He was. I'm not respecting him. He was, man. Him. Every, everything he everything he talked about, I tried. Mm. I'm telling you. We don't gotta get the detail, man. Cocaina. <laughs> you did not but, try no cocaine. But everything Lil Wayne did, man, I wanted to, especially whenever it came to my relationship with women. Uh, like, man, when Lil Wayne was saying MOB, you know, yeah. I wanted to live that oh. life. So I was like, oh yeah, man. Whenever Lil Wayne was just talking the garbage, she was talking like I believed that. Mm. I lived in that false reality that he was selling me. And man, I was listening to Dedication Two today. By the way, oh yeah, uh, classic, bro, boy. Uh, man, he yawn. He 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 hypnotizes you. Shout out to Get Out. He hypnotizes mm. you with those hypnotizes you with those punchlines, with those bars, and then you do anything he says. Yeah, that's uh, what all of them do. The singers too, man. They could they could put whatever they want in there, and we'll listen. You were slave to, to a page in my rhyme book. Yeah. Whose line was that? Nas. I have no idea. Nas. Mm. Nas. Mm. How you not know? How you not know the prophet? Man, look. Ra- first of all, rappers wasn't my big influencer, so I wasn't really in so, the rap game like that. So, so what was yours, Christopher? Man, mine was Will Smith off of Fresh Prince. That Ooh. was mine. I wanted to be the, you know, the. Very, I can see it in you. I can see it in you. you can. I, I, I can't want, see. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, can't I want. See it. I wanted to be the tall, good looking. <laughs> 
super funny, can get all kinds of girls. Well, he had them girls on that man, he show. Had Boy, them God girls. bless Will. Revolving oh, door, man. Oh, man, I would have loved to be on that oh, show. I would have loved Son of a Lisa. Gun, boy. I'm trying to tell you, boy, he had them girls. Oh, man. He had them girls. But yeah, I wanted, to, I, I wanted to be just like Will Smith. Not even like in not, uh, not only in Fresh Prince, but also outside of Fresh Prince. I feel like he was uh, the guy that influenced me the most. You know, trying to make everybody laugh, being Mr. Popular. Uh, you know, and being cool, being good at everything. Um, that was and he. He really shaped me. Mm. You know, not not too much because you know. I am my own guy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean they they didn't control who we are, but I think, uh, man, I think for myself that I had some real tangible role models around me as well. Yeah. Like, but wait, wait, before before we go there, before we go there, I think what's also important was that like nowadays in this social media generation. When it comes to celebrity, like this idea of celebrity worship, like you put your celebrities on platforms or pedestals. Most people don't live in reality, right? Most people are on their phones, they're on Instagram, they're on Snapchat, they're on Twitter. They don't they don't interact with people on a day to day basis. So they don't know what's real and what's fiction, right? Mm -hmm. So when a lot of people grow up, you see these people partying every day and everything is snap Instagram is just highlights, you know, it's oh, like yeah. a highlight tape. So you're looking at these celebrities, you're like, Oh man, he's doing X, Y, and Z. He's living the dream. And you're not knowing that, man, this mug is killing him, you know? Most like, definitely. Like, this mug is really affecting his life. This, like, this dude, like, the pictures, this smile's only for the camera, you know, kind of like uh, that Drake song. Only on camera. Only <laughs> on camera. That's that's what he said, but... Yeah, so I, I, I think that's another, that's another problem, too. Like, when you think that what these celebrities are doing will make you happy and then you eventually find out it doesn't make you happy so i think it would be kind of dope if you if just like for context purposes to kind of share maybe a story from each of us about a time where uh like you saw something you saw a celebrity do something you try to do it and you're like oh snap like this this mug really really what's what's chris was wrong man i'm trying to think of a story i'm trying to think of a story yeah man you can go first you can I lead can go I, I gotta think about it too yeah i think Man, uh, let me think what of a story. I ain't got a specific <sighs> story, but I know. All right, I'm gonna be what I'm gonna be transparent for a little bit. I got a I got a kind of a deep story. Hope nobody's offended by this story. Man, you got like about five minutes. Cause I got five minutes. I'll take I'll take it in three. I'm still king though. So Damn. man, I love. Yeah, though, have man, you been talking? I'm king. King what? King what? <laughs> king what? I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. My mom listens. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's go ahead, Hafiz. You got five minutes. Cool. So I think in hip hop culture, like <laughs> misog misogyny is like really rampant. <laughs> like misogyny is really rampant. Like it's this idea of like getting all the girls, you know, just having sex with all the girls, just kind of, kind of just being that guy. You know what I mean? Just being just savage. And so I feel like you know, like Sam said, we we all kind of aspire. Sadly, we all aspire to be like that. You know, like I remember, um, I think it was summer two thousand eight. That was a that was a great summer. Summer of sin. Uh, it was a good summer. You said summer of sin. Summer of sin, boy. Boy, summer. I'm gonna be honest. That's a great title. Ooh, summer two thousand and no, summer two thousand nine, boy. That was that summer. Anyway, and that Young Money song, "Every Girl in the World." Mm. Oh man, boy, that was my theme song that summer, that's, that's boy. Basically, that's basically how he said. That was that theme song. <laughs> like, what? That was definitely not. It sounded nothing like it, but that don't sound like anything like it. Nah. <laughs> you, you, you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, that's fine with me. Who you talking to? You don't know the song? Bougie girl number two up there. Oh, she's here. Nah, oh. she's not here. Oh, I'm talking about her oh, girl. Her name is Tiffany. Hey, oh. Tiffany. Oh. You bougie. Anyways, move on. So yeah, so man, I wanted to be that guy, man. I want, I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to smash them all, man. I really, that's I really a, did. That's a harsh word. I, that's a, that's what it was. That's what everybody was trying to do. And so, man, I remember, I remember. Gosh, man, there's this girl, man. I, I don't want to say her name, you know, because you don't have to. And I'm not, you know, because there's a rule on the show. But yeah, man, she, she. You know, she was one of the, you know, uh, you know, you know what it she, was. She was nasty. Yeah, man, yeah. She was nasty. Yeah. 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 And, uh, it's easy, bro. She was nasty. <laughs> and then I remember I asked her, you know, because I was just I was just trying to compete with my friends. Like, you know, everybody had like a, a hit list. Everybody was trying to find, a, you know, get the most. And I remember I asked this girl, I said, I said, 
Like on a scale of one to ten, if one is you hate me, <laughs> this is so sad, and ten is that you love me, like how do you feel about me? And she said a nine. Boy, I was like, oh. to me, and you then, got the key though. And, the then, and, then, <laughs> and then she asked me, then she asked me, she said, how do you feel about me? Oh, jeez. Damn, Here boy. Here we go. I was, I was 18, by the way. Young savage. I said, you I said a two. <laughs> and she a was- A two? Yeah. I didn't care anything about her. A two? Uh, the ha- you I just said one was a hate. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Wait, I are you kidding that. me right now? I told her a two. Where's your heart? I had no heart. No. And, and the reason I said that story was like, and I just, I did her terrible, but it really, it but it really hurt me. It hurt me to to like to be like you know to do somebody like that, and I didn't know. I was like, dang, how do these dudes do that to all these girls? You like, I didn't like. I just thought like they're just like animals. You know what I mean? Like just cattle. You feel me? But I didn't know they were actual people because in the music videos, you know what I mean. The, all these rappers song, they just treat them like, oh, you just you know hit it, quit it, move on to the next one. But <laughs> about, did this man just say women they, with cattle? They bro? don't like what you just said. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's how they're portrayed in society. I'm not saying that's that's good. I'm saying that's sadly how society portrays them. And I'm saying like that influenced me. And it and I was like, and I feel like a lot of people are trying to live this life and not knowing that like, yo, like man, these it's are unfulfilling. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's unfulfilling. And these man. are these are people. And it's these not are real. People. Man, just yeah. saying, women with cattle. Hey, <laughs> that's what they are to most of these dudes. Oh Hit man, hit, yeah. listen that's to the so lyrics. A cattle. Yeah. They so I mine is pretty similar. I think it has to do with women as well. I mean, there's tons of stuff that uh, my my heroes, my celebrity role models told me that I that I went after, but. I think probably the most significant area they affected me in was uh, my relationship with women. And uh, I think, well, I don't think I know, but I had a girlfriend and uh, I mean, it was, it, we were together for a pretty long time, but because of all the stuff that was being fed to me I can, about- I can see your sister reaction right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, Be- my yeah. My idea of manhood was warped. I thought a man, I'm just supposed to get you things. I thought a man like, I don't, I'm not supposed to have emotions. I'm supposed to be hard. I thought a man was, man, you know, just so many other things that weren't true. And because of that, I was the most unavailable, distant, useless, man, just, I think, emotionally abusive type of boyfriend like there ever was. And I thought it was right. I thought I was doing a great job. I thought that's what real manhood was. And uh, sadly, Whenever I dealt with the pain of loss and failure and things like that, I realized, just like these rappers realize, because they can't get real relationships either. When you got baby moms on baby mamas and all these female problems, like it's it's not what it's cracked up to be. That is not what it's cracked up to be. Shout out to Kanye, Bittersweet Poetry. Yeah, yeah. I don't want yes. no baby mama. Yeah, That's man. Ter- I don't want it's, that, to be honest with you. But I think my experience was a little bit, yeah, it's kind of similar, but a little bit different. I just want to be Mr. Popular. And when I got to high school, guess what? I was Mr. Popular. I was, well, I got, I had, man, it was this girl. She, I was, it was my junior year. And she was the most popular girl in high school. She was a senior. And she basically confessed her love for me, like, to everybody in high school. Dang. Was it an auditorium? Was it like? It wasn't like that. It uh, wasn't like, you know. I wish wish it was embarrassing. I wish it was embarrassing. It wasn't like that. But everybody (laughs) in the school knew. So, you got you got Big O with personality, but she gave Big O with confidence, and that that boy that changed that whole new me. And I was not, I I just didn't know how to handle it. So I had confidence. So I was talking to everybody. I was Mr. Popular. I was prom king. I was been on varsity three years. Been on the basketball team. Yada yada yada. I mean, I was that man in high school. Yeah, stop telling us about your your rap sheet, bro. <laughs> Come on, B Love. I was I, I mean I I was done actually. <laughs> that was that was my last point. That was that was it. I'm so sorry. when I when I reached the peak of high school, prom king and all that, I had to add that one in. I had and add that one in. I had to add that one in. I was, I'm very proud about that. I probably prom king didn't degree right there. That's what it is. That's the list <laughs> for me right now. That's the list for me right now. So after high school, all that celebrity popularity gone, dropped, and I was just empty. And it was a lot of crazy stuff happened to me during that summer that I wasn't ready for. How I was just like you know just another guy. You know, working during the summer, and then went to U of H, and you're just like, shoot, you're nobody. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody gives a crap about how you was in high school. Yeah. So they told you, they told you your reputation was everything. Exactly. Yeah. But at the end of the day, 
you got nothing out of it. I got nothing you, out of it. You didn't stand the test of time, bro. Like it it didn't reach anywhere past your high school. Exactly. Pretty much. It was done. Like yeah. that whole there yeah. oh big old this, big old that. That was done. I had to basically create a whole new identity mm. for myself. Yeah. And I had to learn from the ground up really what being a man was mm-hmm. and what a real relationship with women looked like. Mm. And so many other things that so music yeah, told me. My sh- my life was really trying to be shaped around Will Smith and I had it. Then when I didn't have it, I was just like, who am I? Yeah. And it's crazy. I think about it. It's so crazy when you when you literally break it down because somebody's in a room creating a fictional reality, right? There are, are like writers in a room creating a reality. They're saying, okay, I want him to talk like this. I want him to, I want him to look like that. And everything is fictional. But we sit down, we watch TV, and we literally think it's like real life, you know? And we apply these principles to our lives. Like we quote these rap songs. We quote these movie lines like as it, like like if it's Socrates and philosophy. Yeah, man, we become them. You yeah, know? but it's, it's literally someone's imagination. It's somebody in Hollywood's imagination creating a reality for us and we're consuming it and they were trying to live this lifestyle and then we're becoming angry, unfulfilled and unsatisfied. I think it's the same thing. And then we realize like, man, this is just what am what who am I? Exactly. I think everybody's left with asking that question. Yeah. Like who are who are you really? Sam, you can't do that. They're gonna hear that on the podcast. You can't just lean back in your chair and slump Oops. down on the floor. Like well, that. anyways, who are we? Man, whenever it comes to that boy, with a whole bunch of followers, man, there whole is. bunch of cattle. We're one of those people in the crowd going to the like, slaughter. They got their hands up to Beyonce. She's like, "Just give me your energy. I just want to feel your energy." And she's just like this. Shout out to Beezus. Beezus. <laughs> wow, that was <laughs> y'all, definitely y'all ever heard that, that before? Winnie, you can't no. nod your head after that. Like we literally just said, you don't know who you are. You, you know, you, you know, there's Beezus. a whole church of of Bayism, right? You see what I'm saying? That's crazy. You're crazy. That's bananas. Winnie, Winnie you're crazy. Did she say B. Rusalem? Yeah, the third war. The tray. Oh, yawn? <laughs> she don't even claim Houston like this. So y'all over here claiming her? Uh, she does. She definitely. Man, when the last time she been in Houston? I'll wait. B-Lo, but you don't know. She hasn't been back here. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Christopher, Mr. Conductor, Mr. Narrator. I mean, no, this is your segment. Don't call me out when you did the oh, whole thing. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> my, See what I'm saying, bro? My, oh, we, man, Bilo, you over here talking so much, I forget what I'm supposed to be saying. <laughs> I told you for the last any, two minutes. Anyways, man, celebrities got a big influence on us. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. But what they sell us is a lie. Liar. Now, who who should we really be looking to? Or how can we... How can we turn from kind of just what they've shown us, what media and our celebrity assessed culture has given us? Mm. Don't look this way, I know, I see you, I see you looking at me. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like backup. So one of the biggest things for me was instead of just thinking about following somebody on the screen, I feel like you got to follow somebody in person and. I wanted to follow people who actually lived the life already. Like it's so funny because when you when you look at this is a random nugget, but if you go on Instagram and you look up like relationship goals, you always see like like twenty year old kids. You know, like just it's all young people, like just something sexual with young kids. But you really see like an old couple holding hands or some some stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. so we we like we have not only celebrity worship, but we have like youth worship. Like we get our wisdom from kids. Like literally like all these rappers, all these entertainers are they're, they're they're children in the grand scheme of things. So we don't we don't respect the old heads. We don't respect the OGs. So for me, I think it's really important to find older people who's really lived that life. Like it's kind of like you can either learn it the easy way or the hard way. And a lot of times you find these older, more mature mentors and these older, more mature mentors, they can they can tell you so much about life that you didn't that you you don't gotta learn it from experience because you can learn off of their experiences. So I think it's really important for us Cause I know that's what happened to me, like growing up when I started like hanging around. Like, shout out to you know my godfather, you know the Hottie Lewis. Shout out to Uncle Show. Shout out to you know my mentor, Uncle um, Aaron. You know, shout out to Chad. Like all these super dope older men, and they they showed it to me. You know, they showed me real life. They showed me what it was like to. You know, my dad was super awesome too. But you know, they showed me what it was like to, you know, be a husband. They showed me what it was like to be a father. They showed me what it was like to pay bills, take responsibility. Like, I saw it not from a screen, but I saw it like flesh. You feel me? And so I think it's really important for us to not just spend all our time hanging around people our age, but to really get 
connected to some dope older people who's already walked that path in life so we can you That's know good. find a really dope role models and to be able to not only learn from them but to also become more like them and to improve ourselves in the process yeah i think uh man first off man yeah i agree with everything you said man probably one of the biggest most important things for myself as well was like man finding some ogs finding some people older than me who have been through life before and learning from what they'd experienced. I mean, God knows if I would have listened to them a long time ago or found them earlier, mm -hmm. instead of going to where I went, my life could have been very, very different. And I mean, learning from doing, um, getting that type of wisdom is important too, but man, whenever you're told it and you could do something before, that's that's crucial, man. So finding these older people, getting some of those people in your life, getting a real discipleship type relationship, where you follow, where you follow them and just take everything they have to say that's super important but also we need to understand the difference between entertainment and worship it's fine to look for celebrities for entertainment like mm -hmm. kanye west an interview by him is genuinely entertaining mm -hmm. how sway <laughs> his how his music is genuinely entertaining when futures when, when you find those clips online like future over here talking about sensational sensational <laughs> like that's entertaining but whenever it takes such a huge role like what what's the what's the definition of worship any i don't know but worship i think is whenever like it reaches a point of reverence that they shouldn't have mm. you know like i'm consuming so much of it that is becoming gospel to me and not just something i can laugh at or enjoy for a minute but you have to you have to receive that i have you. to i need that that's my mm -hmm. food and that's whenever it gets dangerous we need to understand man like man that's entertainment it's not real let me have some fun with this real quick but then let me let me move on gotta hold that fine line bro because you can be addicted to it man it gets it gets crazy man and then you're not even gonna enjoy your own life anymore it's just gonna be it's gonna be rough for you man yeah i, I agree with both of y'all statements uh hafiz talking about having mentors and having older people that has been through it been through the struggle so you can learn off of them and not make the same mistakes and how Sam said we have to learn uh the difference between entertainment and worship. And my my thing is we also have to like people have to just sit back and learn themselves. Um like just get off the phones, get off social media, sit back and really figure out, ask people that you've been around. You can be your, your parents, your siblings, like who are you? You know? Like, I know some people don't like personality tests. I know some people don't like Zodiac sign. But anything that you can really, like, try to map out, like, man, who who is who is Christopher Bigo? Who is who is Psalm Toto? Who is Hafiz Bible? Like, like, where am I? What am I here for? What do I, what, what vision I want to accomplish? What goal? I want, how, how can I, father, mother, sister, daughter, whatever I want to be? And uh, and block out the any negative influence that's not you. Yeah. You got to really develop an identity. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's... That's good. real. That's good as crap. So, man, so where we at, man? So we got... We we already talked about kind of where we are with celebrity worship. And now I think Hafiz, Sam, and Bilo, we've just given y'all the remedy. And three points, three steps. Hafiz, part one, man, get you some OGs. Get you some older people that you can learn from and follow. Sam, part two, understand the difference between entertainment and worship and chris part three you forgot was it? you need to understand your own identity you, you definitely need to, forgot you it. need to build that for yourself how you just gonna forget my part like that i just said it i don't know baby maybe it wasn't that memorable wow <laughs> you I even know the definition of worship don't call I'm just me out playing. like that i'm just playing well dang below you I said gotta, it. I, you call me i call you out that's why dictionaries exist hafiz don't 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 get too comfortable over there i know you're gonna say something crazy i'm hop on you <laughs> yeah you oh no i didn't have nothing yeah, Sam. Sam just wrapped it up pretty dope. Yeah, man. Anyways, he everybody. Forgot my line. He I'm king. Thank y'all for rocking with us for this section. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. We gotta pay some bills, and then we're gonna be back, and we're gonna finish it strong. Goodbye. Okay, okay. We are back. We are back, and you got your boy Fees going ahead and leading out this segment. I know, ladies, you've been missing me, so I'm here. I'm here for you. And then also, I want to. Just really quickly for all for all my my female fans you know out there I really appreciate all you guys and just give the apology the, real quick all the the DMs you sent me and all that stuff but I, I just want you I just want you ladies to know I wasn't calling you girls cattle I was saying that's how men view you 
because in well not because in lieu of the garbage that hip hop culture projects the misogyny and the um it's just a metaphor. Yeah, so I'm not saying I Hafiz Balku am not saying that women are cattle. I think women are people. They're you know, made in the image and like <laughs> you think of God. you think women are people. I know they are people. Do women do women have a voice? Of course they have voices. They uh, are amazing. Okay, amazing. Hey, what you said last night, cuz <laughs> what? What was that? I'm just playing. You know yeah. I'd be throwing stuff out there. I was about to say what happened last night. <laughs> See oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. It could have so, happened. I could have proved it too. Nah, <laughs> nah. So I just want you ladies to know. We, I wasn't talking. I wasn't calling you cattle. So I, we we value you, we value you. But if you took it offensively, email us. Yeah, yeah. And if and if you take it offensively, make it make a change. You know, talk. You know, speak out against these um, artists who are projecting these messages. I feel like feminism, third wave feminism, does a lot of fighting. But I wonder why they don't ever like try to like boycott a lot of these artists with their misogynistic lyrics but that's neither here nor there and it's time for america's favorite topic debate of the week okay that was terrible okay definitely way better than anything you guys did today but let me <laughs> that was terrible <laughs> so for debate of the week you gave us your job is, for a reason there there is a very interesting question that i was kicking back and forth one thing you guys need to know about me is I am Abraham Lincoln. I cannot tell a lie. So I don't like lying. Lying isn't good. But sometimes some people believe that there is a time to lie. So for debate of the week, the question is, is it okay to lie to a friend's face if you think lying is going to help him? So is it ever okay to lie to a friend? face? Is this in, does this include omitting information as far as like if somebody tell you, hey, this is going on, but don't tell this person. Is that is that the same thing? So or just, as far so as just like not lying, telling them, yeah. keeping things for someone. Yeah, 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 keep it, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's yeah, bro. Well. That, that, li- that lies in the category of fake. Yeah. So lies. So it's the same thing. That's yeah. why. I asked. Okay. Yeah. What do you guys think? What do you What are your thoughts? I mean, sure. If I if my name Ben and I ain't in it, that it's one of the things. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> it depends, man. If I have a good friend say, "Man, this is going on," don't tell this person and. I'm like, crap, Why I'm stuck in the rock and the hard place right now <laughs> because you put me in a terrible spot. So I'm just like, man, what, what you want me to do? I'm going to tell this person. I'm going to tell this person. All right, well, shoot. Do your thing. <laughs> let it like, let it happen. It's not. I don't think it's my position, but like, hey, I'm going to go back on behind on the other friend. Be like, look, this is what's going on, even though he's your friend as well. That's kind of, you're stuck in the rock and the hard place. I don't know what to do. So yeah. I just wait it. Yeah, I'll wait. Yeah, we heard that on the podcast. I mean, you just gonna drop the water like that, man. Anyways, so, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll answer next, man. So, I, uh, man, I think it's super hard. Like, if you know the information could damage somebody, how can you, how can you do that to your best friend? It depends on the information. I'm not no, talking about yeah, like, yeah, but yeah, it depends. If it could hurt him, man, that's a heavy burden to bear. See, me personally, man, I hate secrets. Um, don't tell them to me. Keep them to yourself. I don't want to carry that burden. Curiosity killed the cat, and so I'm not. What I'm cat? Not, the cat, and if cat in the hat, yeah. W- oh, and, for real? Yeah. So I ain't finished the book. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> no. Anyway, I don't want to know that information, and I'm gonna be honest, man. If it does end up getting to me, even though it hurts to tell that person, break the news, like if it's some damaging like that, man, I spill the beans. I spill the beans. I got to. Mm. I gotta protect them, man. I, well, I, I gotta protect them by letting them know. It's better to know. Than to be blindsided. Mm. I will not lie to you. I'm gonna keep it real with you, even if it hurts you, even if your soul is ripped out of your chest. And so what about the, what about and you going to depression? What about the other friend? The other like friend. I, say, I think it depends on the information. Nah, I'm like, bro, you shouldn't have told me that. Now I gotta tell him, man. Mm. Oh, you you shouldn't have told me. I got to. Same, or, I, know, I know several times I think that you was caught in that situation. You I got, I got one I for got you. To. I got a situation for you. Ooh, this was a good one. And I'm not saying real quick, quick preface. I'm not saying the situation happened to me. I'm not saying any of my friends were involved. I'm not saying I know people who were doing this. I'm just saying this is a situation that came to my mind that I would like to share. Let's say you were friends with two people, a guy and a girl, and the, and the guy was your good friend. And the girl was your good friend. Oh, this situation. Mm. I already know where this is going. This is going. And then you find out that they start dating one another. Oh, that's cool. My friend's dating one another. It's all gravy. Gross. And then 
the guy tells you that he's cheating on the girl. Dun-dun-dun. Mm. Dun-dun-dun. So in that situation, the I think it's man law 575A section 14 that states that you are not allowed to disclose any information that can compromise a bro. So in that situation, what 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 would you do? Man, that that situation, Mm-mm-mm. that situation. So, so would you lie? Yeah, in that situation, first off, you fight your friend for putting you in that situation. He didn't want to deal with it by himself, and selfishly, he pulled you in. And he said, "Man, I'm a I'm a drag you to help with me, man. I'm a I'm gonna make you suffer with me. Because if you're friends with both of them, like that's." That'll tear you apart on the inside. Mm. That'll tear you apart on the inside. And now you gotta catch these hands. So yeah, yeah. First off, yeah, you gotta you gotta fight your friend. He's gotta catch the fade, right? B look. He's got to. Mm-hmm. Gotta drop him at least once. So man. you wouldn't you wouldn't tell, you just fight him. Man, yeah, cause that's just messed up. Like, because in that situation, like, I can't be the third party. That situation that that conversation is something that has to be dealt with between those two Mm. and me coming in there and interrupting that like whenever a third party comes in the anger isn't between those first two anymore it usually ends up being directed towards that third person i've dealt with that before how long did you know sam you knew this long exactly why you didn't tell me exactly i thought you was my friend and then then, then it's like hey bro i know you for this long how you going how you come gonna on, play cause. me like that? You can't do me like, come on, cuz. You knew me first before her. Come yeah. on, man. Come on, man. I know I'm, I know I was wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I'm it's sorry. just, it's just, I can't, man. I'm moving. <laughs> You're just moving? I'm moving. He's <laughs> just moving. I'm moving, right? I'm moving. All right, Chris what, Chris, what are you gonna do in that situation? I'm stuck in a rock in a hard place. Mm-hmm. Like I said, what would I do? Yeah, after he called to catch some hands. I, you I, really fight him over that? Are you kidding me? You see what he just did to Bro. you? He ruined, he said, I'm bringing everybody down with me. That's messed up. And if it's your close friend, you can fight him and y'all could be great after. That's true. That's true. Real real friends, you can fight him. That's true. Yeah, like if you know the girl and you know the guy mm-hmm. and you know that information and he told you that, yeah, you have to catch these hands. And then I'm giving a timeline. You got 24 hours to spill the beans before I do. That's like the best situation I can come up yeah, with. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I don't, good. I don't that's think good. I can really just hold that information you in. You can't hold it in. And then just look at her and just be like, dang. I, you I, will literally explode. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm giving him mm. a timeline and be like, look, after, after he get whooped, of course, for putting me in that situation, I'm just let him know you got 24 hours to tell her or it's going to happen again and I'm going to tell her. So mm. you're going to get double why, whooped. Why are you going to put me in that position? Man? That's terrible. Yeah. Shoot. Man, for me... One thing I'm I I collect two things. One, stories. I like collecting stories. I like hearing people's stories. It's fun. Timeline's good though. Timeline. You like that? You like that? Yeah. B-Lo's you got twenty four hours. Oh, yeah, Timeline. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm adopting that. Yes, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's free. Yeah. I mean, whatever. So yeah, I I collect stories. If if we're living in the village in Africa, you know, we're gather around, you know, the fireplace. I'd be the guy telling the stories that everybody would. You know, well, enjoy why hearing. couldn't it be in India? Well, because Africa's cooler. No offense, Indian people. Yeah, he just tried to save himself, Sam. He definitely did. So I collect stories and I collect secrets. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's my handsome face, my warm soul, but people just like sharing secrets with me. Your best friends don't count. Every uh, people like. I'm telling people like to share. So I don't know what it is about me. Sam, have you show a, a secret to this man? Yeah. Oh yeah, about the whole how do he got the money thing? That ain't fair. People share. I'm telling people just. I'm just. There's something about me. I collect secrets. So because of that wasn't no secret. Because of the vault of secrets that I keep, in that situation, I couldn't. I couldn't tell the girl. I couldn't tell the girl. I I wouldn't be able to tell because you know I'm. A, I, Wait, talking about? Did you say the man law said you have the right to what to disclose information? No, I said no, you can't. Oh, you man can't. Because you know everybody I knows I was in a man law convention. You know I'm one of the delegates. You know I, they gather me together every five years. And I, you know we talk about the laws, but I couldn't. I couldn't tell. And I I think with that situation, you just have to just ignore the girl. Sadly, and it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I know it is, but you have to. See, man, I, I, I can't do I'm, that. I'm, I'm I can't do you, that. Unfortunately, man. it's 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 sad. I wish it wasn't that way, but you have to you have to have your values in I, life. I don't know. I, maybe it's because you probably haven't been super close to a girl and know what that information can do to her. It's oh, probably yeah. why you're, like, you like that. If you just hang maybe out with... So. Yeah, if you don't have probably. any girlfriends, 
you you like, yeah, it's easy for you not to tell her because you already not good. You can't say, oh, I I she I know her and know him and then not tell her. Like, you no, know, I put I put the pressure on him. You know, to, to communicate that, but I wouldn't tell her. So I you, so I you tell me, if it, 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 it go, on, it go on from one week, two weeks, two months, five months. It won't eat you up inside. You want you be like, all right, I'm just ignore Boy, it. That's kind of passive. I can even sit That's in passive. front of them. It's not passive. How is that not passive? I, I took a code. People yeah. give me secrets, man. I got it. I'm like the priest. Yeah. I can't go. Yeah, I can't go. I can't go. That's terrible. People come yeah. to confession, confessional well, father fees. If if Sam does something to me. You tell me, Dagon. I don't want you to keep no secret from uh, me. Like sure, some, Chris. Some like real you, shady. You do a great job of that too. It wasn't really secrets. <laughs> that's that, that's that. that was it shady. definitely it definitely wasn't really that, secrets. That was some under the table. T- <laughs> it was more like hey, hey, we can go down that road, and it wasn't. And did it hurt you? Because it really wasn't that big of a it deal. It really wasn't. All Same right. girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but exactly. So I I think I think you can't lie to your friends. You can't lie to your friends. But, but you can lie to the girlfriend. Hello. Nah, I can't do that to her. Nah, I'm just, I'm just asking how it feels. If you can't lie to the friend, but you can omit information, ignore it. It's kind of the same thing. Hmm. You can't. You can't. You gotta Fake. pick one side. Fake. How You can't. I don't know what. I don't know what Fake. code. I haven't so, seen no book and nothing like that. Nah, where you he, signed it. He just talking nothing. about. He just talking about. You can't rat out your bro. That's you just can't. But that's what. But Hafiz is saying that because he doesn't have any girlfriend. No, listen, women, don't take this offense to offense. But oh God, I don't know if I want to do this. You you just set yourself up. Might Maybe as well. you want to, uh, but you don't know if you should. On the so sorry, please please, friendship hierarchy is wife, male friends, then female friends. I'm sorry, but the God, the, the female friends. No, I can't say this. I'm gonna screw myself over. But in that situation, <laughs> in that situation, the female friends do not get the information because, unfortunately, due to the laws, like I said, I during the convention, I I wasn't advocate for this law, but it was passed. But because of the laws, you're not allowed to communicate that and destroy your male friendships. Well, I think it's because you don't have any girlfriends. Um. <laughs> Anyways, we yeah, have there it is. Bilo, me you, and Sam actually and I, have close friends. You, you, and I, girls. you and I you and I just had a friend who got married recently. Yes. And uh if he cheated, number one, he's getting dropped. Off top. Yeah, we're he's he's getting a beat down. And uh then he better tell. Mm. He gotta tell. He better tell. I'm not gonna Because we that know girl. the girl. Yeah. We know her. We can't we hung out we with can't her. Can't let we, that happen. We right? know how good she is, we know how innocent she is. And for us, she's. Are you kidding me right now? How uh, how angry you were at me for many information? I wasn't, I wasn't okay. How how frustrated? Whatever I wasn't you want to call. it. I understand. Anyways, Hafiz, whatever you want to call it, for me not telling something. Imagine how she'll feel. Yeah, I understand, man. I but understand. You, all right, I just gonna ignore it. I yeah, understand. Man. Honesty is the best policy. Honesty Abe, is the best. Okay? Honesty is the best. It policy. is. It's That's in the Bible I'm somewhere. Conflicted. I'm conflicted. You know, I got I got two laws. I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a good. It's what good. the Bible say? <laughs> the Bible says the Bible. I love think the Bible. Your neighbor. Well, there you go. Amen. You got you got a a guy neighbor and a girl neighbor. You got to <laughs> love them both. Amen. <laughs> All right. So that that was a dope. That was that was a good conversation. You got to seek justice, man. Uh, you know. Uh, I I don't really have a leaning. I don't really know what I'm saying right now. So, oh, are you trying? Are you trying I, to close this right now? So I'm gonna go ahead and close really sleep. <laughs> I'm actually not asleep. I'm just sad. I'm just sad. So I we as we close up, I want to give another really really special shout out to my two big brothers, Derek Jackson and Mr. Wingate, aka Greg Harmon. Derek. Greg, I love you guys. You guys have been, you know, friends for a very long time since I was a little boy. You know, really appreciate you guys. I wish you guys to come out to Houston. Love you all. You guys are awesome. All my fans, I love you as well. Ladies, I love you. Don't don't take any of these words that I said today in offense. And uh, to my sister, I forgive you. She said you're forgiving. So as I said at the beginning of the, this podcast, this is Hafiz. This is Sam. And this is Chris, the starter show. Still King, Dag Nabbit. The King. And we are the roommates, and we are on the Conduit Podcast Network, and this has been the best hour of your week. We want to say thank you.
thank you to all of our other friends. We appreciate all your comments and messages. Thank you guys so much. Please, please follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can search us under The Roommates Podcast. And hey, if you like what you heard today, we need you to tell your friends about us. Share the podcast on your social tell media. Everybody. Be tell our everybody. ambassadors. Let the people know. This is Houston's, Houston's hottest podcast. Houston's hottest podcast. Uh, I said Pascal. <laughs> Houston's hottest podcast. I'm out, bro. I'm out. Shout out to Helena for working the video and photography. You're awesome. Shout and out me to too, you right? too. Me too. Pikachu. Me too. R3. All of them. The East Side The East Side East Africa. Stand up. Shout out. Doing a little shoulder thing. You know what I mean? We are the roommates, and this is the kind of a podcast network. We will see you next week. Mm-hmm.